This is The Fit Mess, conversations with world-class experts in the fields of mental, physical, and emotional health. In this episode, the fastest access to the brain is the nose. That's actually why they snort cocaine through the nose, because it's the easiest way to get into the brain. Mm -hmm. And so, and your sense of smell keeps you alive. You know, you smell water, you smell food, you smell predator odor. So it almost has like a VIP access. It's able to access the brain in a way that's different than your other senses and more direct and more immediate. Now here are your hosts, Zach and Jeremy. Since the start of the pandemic, plenty of suggestions have been offered to help those suffering from mental health issues. However, one solution may be right under your nose. This week, we're talking about the seemingly unending list of benefits of using essential oils. We'll do that with our guest, Jody Cohen. She is the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils and author of the new book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body. So Zach, it seems uh, more and more when we do this show, I can't believe the things that I learn and the things that I become open to that I otherwise, you know, years ago before starting this journey, would never have considered, would not have believed, wouldn't have probably even been involved in a conversation to learn about. But this is one of them. Essential oils are something that my wife has used as long as I've known her to make the house smell nice. It's lovely. I enjoy it. Had no idea that these things could be used for for wellness applications. My wife also has used them for a while. And I even have a good friend who deals with essential oils. And I've always just considered them to be, you know, the things that make the house smell good or your preferred scent in the house. Uh, no idea that it had so many different impacts on the body and the different ways that you could use them. The fact that you just smell them right out of the bottle, literally apply it to your skin. There's one, and we're going to get into a lot of these here in just a minute with our guest, but of the vibrant blue oils that we'll be talking about this week, so far my favorite, not even for my own wellness, but the circadian rhythm blend. I've been using this on my kids. You put, uh, what is it? You put a little bit right above both ears, a little bit on top of the head, a little bit on the back of the head. They're, they're out. They fall asleep so fast. It's fucking magical. Wow. I think I could start using that instead of chloroform, huh? <laughs> Probably a little bit healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Much healthier. That's awesome. But that's just one of the the many blends that I've been experimenting with lately, and we learned all about them in a conversation we had recently with Jody Cohen. She is the founder of uh, Seattle-based company Vibrant Blue Oils, and she is the author of a new book. It's called Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body. And her path to dealing in this space and, and, and selling and teaching people about essential oils starts at a really remarkable place, and that's where our conversation begins. I actually started in the U.S. Senate. I worked for Ted Kennedy in Health and Human Resources, and that right out of college. Wow. That was my introduction to health. Yeah, super high level. That's <laughs> you know. incredible. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I wound up uh, being a journalist for a little bit, which I really loved. And then at a certain point decided I needed to make more money. So went and got a degree uh, from Columbia for a business 
and was kind of tolling along as a Microsoft marketer until my second kid had some issues that no parenting class seemed to fix. And another mom observed that his personality changed when he ate something and said, uh, you know, my brother was on Ritalin his whole life and it just turned out he was allergic to weird foods. You should take him to a nutritionist. And I thought, I can do that. That doesn't seem hard. We took him to a nutritionist and our cue with him, we used to touch our nose with our finger and ask him to look at our nose. And he was so all over the place, he couldn't even focus on our nose. And within two days of changing his diet, he was able to focus on our nose. And it was like I had an entirely different kid. And it, well, you know, parents can be a little mean, like when your kid doesn't quite, you know, when the square peg doesn't fit in the round hole. And the relief that I felt of like, oh my goodness, now I know how to help him, you know, like stay calm, stay focused, not blurt out. Um, and I couldn't believe it was that easy. And so I went and got a degree in nutritional therapy. I was trying to help other moms. And uh, then, you know, my other shoe dropped. My my husband, who was super fun, after my first child was born, we realized he was manic and that's why he was so fun. And then we kind of got him medicated. And after the second child was born, he went in the other direction, became so depressed that I was worried he was going to die on my watch. Uh, and so I actually, there was a bit of an intervention. We moved him to an, a residential treatment facility. And once I knew he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him alive, it was like, I completely ran out of gas. I had no energy to wake up. I had no energy to do anything. The kids were little, I had a job, you know, I'd get up with them, make them breakfast, pack their lunch, take them to school, come home, crawl back into bed and set the alarm for pickup. You know, and I knew nutrition, like I was supposed to know how to fix this. And I was taking all the things I thought I was supposed to take and nothing was working. You know, unfortunately, because I was such a type A, like overachiever, I, I had helped a friend with a, um, a charity event. And as a thank you gift, she showed up with this big box of like 40 essential oils and said something that, that really made sense to me. You know, when your body's in stress, it releases uh, certain chemicals, you know, one of them being um, cortisol and adrenaline that give your body energy. So these chemicals are really good. You know, it's kind of like um, your car, right? You can hit the gas and accelerate, but you know, once you kind of hit the speed limit, you don't necessarily want to be driving like 200 you know, miles an hour down the freeway. You're supposed to kind of ease out of it. And if you keep going full speed, at some point you're gonna run out of gas. So cortisol is supposed to be this kind of short-term experience. You know, There's a danger, you avoid it, and then your body kind of returns to normal. But if you're high cortisol over time, that basically starts to um, have other damaging effects like inflammation. You know, High cortisol for a long period of time, kind of you're, you're originally, you know, if you're running from the lion and you twist your ankle, you want to ignore inflammation because then you can keep running and the lion won't eat you. But over time, ignoring inflammation is really not a good thing, especially in your stomach where you're trying to digest remedies like supplements or pills or whatever you're taking. And so she pointed out, you've been so high stress, high cortisol, your gut's probably toast. You know, it's almost like nothing you're putting in is getting to where it's going. And oils are really cool in that you can smell them, you know, and the nose, nose cells are brain cells. Um, the skin is really thin there. It gets into the bloodstream really quickly. 
you know, certain things we know that you can put like nicotine patches and hormone creams on the skin and it gets into the system. So think of it like a back door. And I thought that made sense to me. I was like, okay, you know, when you're so desperate, you're like, I don't even care. Like, Mm -hmm. this seems weird, but I will try it. I'm in. Mm -hmm. And because I had been trying to work with kids, there's this kind of weird, you know, when you're working with kids, you're really always trying to find the fastest way to get things done. You know, if they're running around your office, you can't really have them sit still so you can assess them. So there's this cool technique that this, um, nutritional practitioner in Seattle actually teaches. It's called muscle testing. And it seems weird, but it's a really efficient way to kind of prioritize what's going on and what's going to help. So I use that technique to kind of test like, will anything in here help me? And I got five things, which confused me until I realized, oh, wait, they're fluid. I can combine them. And I just kind of made something up, you know, almost like um, your refrigerator is empty and your kid is starving. So what are you going to make from what's in there? That was kind of, you know, the can do attitude I had. And um, I knew just because I knew about nutrition, your uh, adrenal glands, which are kind of what control your um, energy hormones, they sit, they're most accessible on the low back. They sit on top of your kidney. So if you're wondering like, well, what does that mean? Your kidney is the size of your fist. So if you make a fist and they start at like the very bottom rib, the 12th rib, and you put it behind your back on that, line it up with the bottom of your fist with the lowest rib. If you just feel on top, that's where your adrenals are. It's a really easy way to find them. And it's also a really powerful acupuncture reflex point. So putting something that's supposed to balance the adrenals on that exact point, it's kind of like uh, if you you know, hurt your shoulder and you're putting anti-inflammatory cream on your shoulder. It's just the fastest way to get there. And I I put it on and I felt great. And I was like, wow, that worked, you know, and then I kind of kept making up more things that kept seeming to work. And when I finally started to feel like myself again, my friends are like, all right, what'd you do? We want to try it. And it was almost a joke. Like, this is so weird, but it seems to be working. Like, why not? So At a certain point, they kind of suggested I do something with this, at which point I went online and was surprised that no one was really doing oils that way, like blends kind of focused on specific organ systems and regions of the brain. And also I was very surprised, you know, they they make it seem incredibly complicated. Like if I had had kind of the energy, the the mental energy to restart with research, I would never have done this because I would have felt unqualified. So that's kind of how I started, you know, when the kids were little, I'd fill orders when they went to bed, I'd write a blog a week, at a certain point, a friend helped me fill orders, you know, just kind of grew organically. But um, through the years, I kept realizing, you know, what I was seeing with oils and how they were working was not what I was seeing in the books I was looking at, or kind of the online articles, it felt to me like people were just scratching the surface. And there were so many powerful ways that you could use these things that were basically really simple that no one was talking about. So that's what prompted me to write the book. That's a fascinating journey. Um, <laughs> you know, so tell us a little bit about, assume I've never heard of it. What are essential oils and how do we consume them? You've, you mentioned a few, you know, topical yeah. solutions, but what are they and why are they important? So essential oils are really the concentrated essences of plants. And most people don't realize that most of our pharmaceutical drugs are derived from plants. Like aspirin is derived from white willow bark. Valium is derived from valerian root. And it's the oils in the plants that have kind of the healing constituents. So 
it's literally, you know, we live in Seattle near Squim, Washington, where they grow a lot of lavender. Here's how it works. They grow the lavender, they throw it in uh, a distiller, which is basically a huge pot of boiling water. And the steam rises carrying both, carrying the oil up in the air and the oil and water don't mix. So the oil goes down one side and the water goes down the other. And that's really how they're extracted. And so then we can just use them just like, um, you know, you would use aspirin or any kind of pain reliever. You can smell it and it basically gets immediately into the brain. What people don't realize is that the fastest access to the brain is the nose. That's actually why they snort cocaine through the nose because it's the easiest way to get into the brain. Mm -hmm. And so, and your sense of smell keeps you alive. You know, you smell water, you smell food, you smell predator odor. So it almost has like a VIP access. It's able to access the brain in a way that's different than your other senses and more direct and more immediate. See, I, I think this is fascinating because I, we, we have infusers going on in our house right now. And my wife <laughs> has had them in the house for years. And to me, it's always been, oh, that smells lovely. And that's, yeah. the, that's the end of it for me. Like, I'm, oh, that, yeah. that's nice. That's a nice thing. I'm completely blown away that it does have, uh, I mean, I guess medicinal properties that it can actually yes. improve your health. I, yeah. I don't even know what my question is, but I, I just think that that is mind blowing to me that I mean, I've got a fridge full of these tiny little vials that yeah. I could have been using for any number of things. And I can't get past the idea that, oh, I, I just thought that was a nice smelling thing. Most people do. And, it, you know, it's not bad. And, and honestly, if, if you're healthy and fine, you can just use it that way. It's when you start to get fatigue or you're gaining weight and nothing you do works or you are in a restaurant. You're like, oh, yeah, this is a Tom. Oh, what's his last name? Restaurant. He owns all of them. So you lose words in your brain. That's when oils are really good at helping to kind of unravel what's going on and help just return you to balance. So you mentioned the not able to lose weight and, and you can't figure it out. So personally, I'd love to hear what, what oil would help with that because I may or may not have that issue. You but, love me. <laughs> oh, thank you. So you can put the oil on your skin and you can inhale it through your nose. Are there any other delivery methods yeah, I mean, the, the common ones, you can do what's called direct inhalation, which is basically um, unscrewing the bottle and putting it immediately below your nose. And that's super effective because, you know, even though diffusing is great and it puts it in the air, think of how big the room is and think of the space that you occupy. So it just, it's, it's less cost effective. Mm -hmm. um, there also is topical application, which is interesting because uh, it means it goes through the skin. And what most people assume is that it has to travel through the skin to the capillaries, which then travel to the heart. And then the heart pumps it out to the body systemically. And that's how oils are distributed through the body. So when you look at it through that kind of lens, people dismiss topical application because they don't think it's efficient. What they're missing is that you can use topical application on reflex points, points that are used in acupuncture that have a very, it's almost like a, a different highway system, right? You know, we've got I-5, which is sometimes under construction, so we can always use 99 or the side streets. It's a different way, it's, it's a different pathway to kind of get healing into the body and to have a really immediate quick impact. I hope they're more effective than our traffic alternatives around here, because those are usually not very effective, no matter where oh you God, go. <laughs> no, I had to go to West Seattle the other day. That, that has become um, a three hour tour. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's nuts. 
we have talked a lot on, on the show lately about the uh, the sympathetic and parasympathetic system, and essential oils can have a profound impact on that as well. So if you can, just give us a real brief overview of what the, what the two systems are and how oils can be effective in, in helping that. Yeah, your operating system for your body is known as your autonomic nervous system, and it controls all of your automatic functions, like your breathing, your heart rate, your digestion, your detoxification, your immune function. And because it's designed to keep you alive, it has different speeds. You know, it accelerates when there's danger. That's known as the fight or flight sympathetic branch. And then when the danger passes, it kind of puts on the brakes. It lets you feel safe. It's a little bit like you have a big party that's sympathetic. Everyone goes home and you get to clean up. That's rest, digest, repair, parasympathetic. Sadly, it's not just physical stress that keeps us stuck in that sympathetic state. It's anticipatory stress because, um, you know, whatever we're thinking about, the body doesn't necessarily know the difference between a lion chasing us and fear over what's on the news or, you know, the idea that we could lose our job, our financial concerns, our relationship concerns. So when you're fighting for your life in survival mode, you know, sympathetic, uh, different resources are allocated, you know, blood is routed to your arms and your legs away from your organs of digestion and detoxification. And what most people think, you know, when they're told like, oh, you just have to reduce your stress. They're like, what am I going to do? Like go to a spa all day? <laughs> like the laundry still needs to get done. They think they need to modify their external environment. And what they don't realize is that there is a natural gear shift between fight or flight and rest and digest. And that is the longest nerve in the body that most people have never heard of. It's called the vagus nerve. It's cranial nerve number 10. And it's literally the information highway between from the brain down to the body and the body back up to the brain. And at any point, I'm, I'm gonna give a quick anatomy lesson, quick geek out session. It starts at the back of the head, splits and winds around both sides behind the ear. If you feel with me right now, kind of behind your ears, you're going to feel a bone. That is your mastoid bone. That is literally where the vagus nerve is the most accessible mm. to the surface and the easiest to access. It then innervates the throat, the heart, the lungs, every organ of digestion and detoxification. There's kind of this famous practitioner, Dutis Karazian, who was really um, spearheading the vagus nerve. And he was advising that you gag yourself with a tongue depressor, you know, gargle, splash your face with freezing water. You know, you can imagine compliance was like zero. No one wanted to do it because it was awful. <laughs> and when I started realizing how quickly oils can get into the skin, I was like, okay, I know, I know this point is a really good access point. It's also a reflex point. I wonder if you can use oils for that. And there's a way heart rate variability is a really good indication of if you're in sympathetic or parasympathetic. And they have this cool gadget, it's called an aura ring that you can kind of check and see what's working. So I was playing with all these like relaxing oils, like lavender, chamomile, didn't do anything. But around the time I was starting the company in 2012, there was a New York neuroscientist by the name of Kevin Tracy, who was literally surgically implanting a pacemaker-like device behind the earlobe. You know, it was two surgeries, one behind the earlobe, one in the chest for the battery. And he was having such tremendous success with stimulating the vagus nerve here that the FDA approved it for epilepsy, migraines, and depression. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, stimulate. That's interesting. It's not that you're sedating the nerve, it's that you're stimulating it. So there are tons of stimulatory oils. They call them hot oils because you know it's like oregano, thyme, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg. If you were to put it on your skin, your skin might get a little red. It might feel a little hot. 
Uh, if that happens, do not use oil, do not use water. Water and oil don't mix. Take any oil in your kitchen and just dilute it with the other oil. But I started playing with that and clove worked really well, but it took a little too long, you know, because it's chemistry. How big are the molecules? How long do they take to get through the skin? And this is the beauty of essential oil blends that no one's talking about. Lime has the smallest molecules. So when you combine clove and lime, you get this really stimulatory oil blend that gets into the skin really quickly, like a needle, boom. You put this blend behind your earlobe on your mastoid bone. It's a domino effect. It stimulates the vagus nerve. It turns on the parasympathetic nervous system, which means it turns on digestion. So if you're struggling with constipation, it gets that moving walkway that is your digestive tract moving. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, that that was wow. quick, you know? I am going to try that tonight. Seriously, okay. that's incredible. That sounds amazing. Every opportunity I can get to biohack activating the vagus nerve for me is worthwhile, like breathing and everything I need to do to activate. So that I, that's totally up my alley. I, I have a free gift that I can share. It's boostthebrainbook.com slash gift. And it's 25 ways to activate the vagus nerve. My favorite 25. You don't need to do all 25. Just pick one that you like. But <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll try that. all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah. I'll check it out. Okay, cool. um, so I want to ask you about one thing that I heard about essential oils and it sounds great. But I want to know if there's any, actually any truth to it. I've heard that you can add essential oils to uh, paint and then paint the room with the essential oils in it. But like once the paint dries, what benefit would you ever have? Yeah, from it? so it's, it's lemon that you want to add. And it's because when you're painting, it off gases toxins. And because your nose is so sensitive, it basically kind of pollutes your body. It adds more of a toxic burden. And so if you add lemon oil to the paint, it reduces that. And I, I've worked with a lot of painters who have attested to that truth. So it's not that it keeps the um, oil in the room forever. It's more that it mitigates the damage of kind of uh, the toxins that you're going to inhale while the paint dries. I, I could have used that tip a couple of weeks ago. We just had our entire house painted. And when we came back, it took like a week to not smell paint all day. And like we all had sore throats and we just were irritated from from the toxins. So that, yeah. that's that's really interesting. Yeah. Speaking of various recipes, I think some really common things that people have been dealing with for the last year, anxiety, depression, stress from just the way that we have to live our lives now. Are there some really simple recipes that you would suggest for like... I'm going to notice this right away. I'm going to notice this yeah. today. I'm going to, I'm going to actually give you, it's not even a recipe. It's an application strategy. So here's, what's really interesting. There's a whole branch of chiropractic called functional neurology, where they're looking at different regions of the brain, you know, cause different parts of the brain do different things, right? Like your forehead, your prefrontal cortex is involved in your executive function, your ability to focus decision-making. It works with your amygdala, which is kind of your fear center. You know, they're a good check and balance for each other. But the right hemisphere is called kind of the rumorating hemisphere and the left hemisphere is the liberator. So if you're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack or your child is, that is your right forehead, your right frontal lobe that's overactive. So the quickest way to calm that is to do anything to stimulate your left frontal lobe, your left forehead. Guess what? Your nasal passageways go, it's, it's like an express subway. It goes immediately. You smell through the left nostril, right to the left frontal lobe. So all you need to do is smell anything, any oil that smells good to you. 
Um, orange is a really good one. Most people like that and it's uplifting and it's affordable. You can even peel a tangerine and hold the peel there because uh, citrus oils are derived in the peels, right? But literally right thumb, plug right nostril, smell anything through the left nostril, uh, three to seven breaths. At a certain point, you stop smelling it, kind of like when you're ravenous and then you start eating and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm not hungry anymore, right. <laughs> you know? And it basically stimulates the left frontal lobe, balances the two hemispheres. And I, I'm a poster child for anxiety. This has changed my life. I do not have panic attacks anymore. It's additive and cumulative. The more you do it, the more you kind of unravel that reflex. And it also seems to help with um, focus and creativity because it seems to, you know, the oils are carrying oxygen and energy to your executive function part of your brain. And so it's like building that muscle. Wow. So that is... That's now two things from this interview that I'm going to go implement as soon as we hang up. I, I run really anxious, so I'm going to try that today. Yeah, I used to have uh, panic attacks in supermarket lines, checkout lines, you know, like you're in Trader Joe's, you go through the whole supermarket, and then it's like taking forever. <laughs> All of a sudden, your heart starts exploding, you're really hot, and you like, I used to have to abandon cart. And uh, since I learned this strategy, I have, I have not abandoned cart since, and I'm really proud of that. That's good. Good. I just don't go to Trader Joe's because I don't, I just avoid the situation entirely. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Well, my, my daughter likes some, you know, there's certain things you can only get at certain supermarkets. Yep. I send my wife to Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. You've got it. See, that's another strategy. You've got your compensatory strategy already. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we've diagnosed Zach's problem. So I, I run, <laughs> I run more the depressed side. So I'm assuming I would do the opposite that I would smell something good on the uh, right side of my nose if I'm feeling down or depressed. is Am I correct? Depression is not a one size fits all. There are different kind of reasons for depression, but there's a huge correlation between uh, low prefrontal cortex function or inflammation in the prefrontal cortex and depression. So you would smell something through both nostrils. Oh. And a lot of the citrus blends, there's a lot of research on bergamot and neroli, which are kind of expensive, you know, but it all of them work. It could be lemon, it could be grapefruit, it could be lime, it could be orange, whatever you like, literally go to, you know, Whole Foods or whatever's near you and just do a little smell tour and pick one of those and just smelling. It really helps to kind of wake up this prefrontal cortex, bring the energy there. And that can help kind of unravel depression. Interesting. Also a lot of the, um, so the citrus ones and then the floral ones, like rose, rose is really good for depression. Frankincense is hit or miss. People either love it or they hate it. If it doesn't smell good to you, it's not your thing. You know, it's like, would you ever eat anything that you thought smelled disgusting? Never, <laughs> you know, but applying it on the heart can be really helpful. That's a really powerful reflex point too. Sort of along these lines, you, you mentioned the uh, being in the store. I'm the same way with like going through any kind of a drive-through, like Starbucks drive-through. I start just melting down, just imagining transferring all my kids' orders and like there's people waiting. It's this whole thing. So, do you recommend having like a like a first aid kit? Basically, like are there three oils you always have on you because you know always. you're going to need them? Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I call that cloven line combination the parasympathetic blend. We sell it on the site. I give the formula in the book. And um, quick demo, you literally just put thumb on the bottom, finger on the top, quick flip behind the ear. And it, it's great because it turns on digestion, like the whole digestive cascade starts with the parasympathetic state. And so for your kids, like I used to be 
the worst. You know, I would be like throwing the sandwich to them in the back of the minivan on the way to the soccer <laughs> practice. Not a parasympathetic way to eat. But now I know if I had to do that, you sometimes life isn't perfect. So you just do what you can. Putting it, it's really easy to just put a little drop behind your kid's ear. They may not eat your kale recipe. They may not be able to swallow supplements, but that's an easy thing that you can do for any child over the age of two. That's amazing. What else do you carry with you all the time? I have a blend for uh, adrenal um, because sometimes I either get really, I think that when you're anxious to me, I, I think that's when your adrenals are kind of going a little bananas. And so what's interesting is uh, you saliva is a good measure of kind of your cortisol levels. You can spit in a tube a couple of times a day and see like what your saliva levels are at during the day. And it's never flatline. It's supposed to be high in the morning and then lower closer to bed so that you can fall asleep. And all the adrenal supplements are either designed to kind of boost your cortisol levels or bring it down, but it's a little bit of a guess game, you know, like, are they too high right now? I don't know. Oils and adaptogenic herbs just meet you where you're at. You know, it's like that perfect friend, like you've had a great day and they're so psyched and they pump you up or you've had a terrible day and they're just compassionate and they listen. It kind of, they do whatever you need. So I like adrenal. And then my third favorite um, is a circulation blend. I especially like it in COVID land because it has, um, it's really high in Cyprus. And there's a lot of research. What people don't realize about COVID is it's a two-step process. You know, it has to get through our skin. Our body has natural immune barriers, like the skin, the lung barrier, the gut barrier. And it has to get through that lung barrier and actually get into the system to cause inflammation. And it's a little bit like uh, the three little pigs, right? It's not that the big bad wolf is so bad. It's that your house is made of straw. So what can you do to fortify the lung barrier? Cypress essential oil is a great one. So you can either apply it kind of over the upper chest or there are two reflex points. It's like right under the clavicle bones, under the collarbones. And even, even if you don't have oil, just kind of stimulating that area is really good for lung function and lung barrier function. That's awesome. There's uh, we could talk about recipes and, and cures and everything all day. Is uh, as as we wrap up, is there anything uh, just sort of some final takeaways, some some key thoughts that people should take away from this uh, as they move on from this to their day? Yeah, I mean, I I'm really struck by uh, Holocaust survivor Victor Frankel has this great line: "Between the stimulus and the response, there is a pause." And I think that so many of us are so overwhelmed and so overreactive. And if we can kind of help ourselves drop into that parasympathetic state where we feel safe, we can take that pause and we're reacting from a, a calmer space, you know, and we like, we've all had days where we're driving and someone cuts us off and we're fine with it. And the next day, four letter words fly out of our mouth. <laughs> it's our ability to tap into our resilience in that moment to show up as our best selves. And I think the more you can access your parasympathetic nervous system, feel safe, have that pause, you know, <laughs> your mom's calling, the dog's barking, your kid is screaming, your husband can't find his keys. And yet you don't lose it. You're like, all right, let's prioritize. <laughs> your keys are here. What do you need? You know, we'll go for a walk. It's just, it, it just helps you kind of ride the waves better. It's amazing. Where can we learn more about you and the oils and the books and, and, and all the information that we've talked about? If you head to boostthebrainbook.com slash gift, you'll get that free parasympathetic guide and get more information on the book. 
If you want to learn more about me, vibrantblueoils.com. If you have any questions, you can email me at info. Our at website, thefitmess.com, is where you can find links to all of the things that our guest just mentioned. Her name is so Jody much Cohen. She incredible information that I can't wait to start experimenting with. And and author and of using the book. these things as more than just a way to make my room heal the body. Again, you can get that on our website. Thank you so much for your time and I've been having so much fun. Playing with these little bottles, uh, I've used primarily, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the circadian rhythm to help my kids sleep. I've used it to help myself sleep. Uh, the one I've used a lot lately, I've, I've had a uh, bit of a battle with depression this week. So the uplift has been essential. I just, I've been throwing everything at it to try and fight it off. And, I, you know, it was stronger than me this week. It, it won for a day, but but this definitely helped to, helped keep it at bay and, uh, and I think helped me uh, recover and get out of the darkness a, a bit quicker. So... Uh, if if you have not experimented with essential oils for basically any ailment you have, throw some at it because everything I'm doing is working. It's incredible. Yeah, I after that interview, I actually um, I didn't have the specific blend that she was talking about, but I tried. You know, I mixed a little bit of lime and clove together, and I've been rubbing it behind my ears uh, to activate the vagus nerve. And surprisingly enough, like you know, I can feel like the tingling of the of the oils getting in and it kind of has a nice calming effect for me, you know, and like, and my digestive system actually started working shortly thereafter. It's amazing. Like just a quick little application and I felt better. I felt good. I was shocked the first time that I put it behind my ears. Like she suggested within minutes, I felt like the back of my legs. I just felt this sort of like calm, this sort of tingle that just helped me relax and I've noticed whenever I've done it, that happens. So, I mean, this is not just, oh, this smells pretty and the smell makes me relax. Like there's biologically, there is a change happening that helps all of the things that, that she just mentioned. So I just think it's uh, just a, a fabulous tool. And I, I'm so excited that uh, that we've learned about this because I, I think that it can really make a huge difference in people's lives. Yeah, I've actually also used her, her little trick of uh, just inhaling through one nostril, just something that you like. So I've got cinnamon and I just inhale that for like six or eight breaths and it actually brings my anxiety down. If I'm having a, a really strong bout of anxiety over something, it's brought me down. It's, it's really cool. It's I've been doing that. And uh, on the other end, when the depression started setting in, I just, like she said, I smelled through both nostrils until basically I couldn't smell it anymore because you just get numb to it. And, uh, and you know, you put some over your heart and definitely, like I mentioned, the, I, I had a pretty depressive episode. I was I was pretty knocked out, pretty disconnected, just felt really in a dark place. And But I felt it coming on for two days. And so I just, I threw everything at it. I threw these at it, my my breath work, my meditation. I just threw everything at it. And, and I think that is why it wasn't a three-day in the dark, horrible experience. It was two days of, of fighting it back until finally I collapsed and it won, but I kept doing the things and it got me out of it that day. So I just, again, can't recommend it enough. Yeah, I hear you. The, uh, I, I'm just looking forward to trying more, right? So I've tried just a couple, a couple of uh, different scents, I think like three or four. But I know that there's hundreds and there's so many different things that you can do with this. Her book is just full of all kinds of cool things, though. You know, and again, with these kinds of things... I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is something that a few years ago I wouldn't have even probably known about, certainly wouldn't have considered. And the fact that, uh, you know, I've, I've become more open to experimenting, like Jody said in the interview, you know, this seems weird. I got to try it. 
the more I take that approach to finding ways to better myself, the more I learn and the more I really do follow a path to better wellness and, and to better health. And it's just been such a, a, a great ride. It, it reminds me a lot of acupuncture because I still don't understand the science of acupuncture. You can, you can tell me all day long about how the energy, how it helps direct the energy. I don't know what that means, right? I, I don't know what that, that's not a quantifiable thing that I can point my finger to and go, Oh, that's what that is. If, if you were telling me it increases blood circulation. Okay. That's a thing that I've, I've seen blood. I know what that is, but to have something that, that directs the energy of your body, I don't get it but I love it and I know it works. And to me, this is something similar where I don't understand the science of it, but I, but I love that it does work. Do you remember Walkman's? Like the cassette? Like cassette tapes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So think of it that way. And your body is the Walkman and the tape is in their plane and it's spinning the gears and all that. Mm-hmm. And you've got a crooked battery. Okay. In it, right? It's not going to work, right? Because the energy is not flowing through. Mm-hmm. So the acupuncture just helps put those batteries in the right place. So that the energy can flow, but that's just—it's just weird because I don't have a battery, right? That's just—it's a weird thing for me to wrap my head around about where where that energy comes from. But you do—it's in your cells. Yeah, again, no lab coats on over here. I I don't I don't understand the science of it, and I'm fine with that. But it <laughs> just, just be okay with it. it All just, right. Yeah, but th- this is what this is one of those things for me. So I wish I could tell you why it works. Maybe you can explain it better than I can. No, I can't tell you why. <laughs> well, luckily we had a really good interview with somebody who can. So, well, again, that goes back to the premise of the show: two average, sometimes below average guys. Yep. Just being curious and figuring things out. Trying stuff. But that—that's what you're talking about, though—is being curious. Yes. Right. That, exactly. that seems to be a recurring theme. Again, is just being curious about these things and trying these new things because. I would, 90% of all the things that I do to maintain my health physically and mentally, I, you know, wouldn't have believed that they would work, Mm -hmm. that they would do anything. But I got curious and said, uh, you know what, I'll give this a shot. What do I have to lose? I'm going to smell, you know, I'm going to smell pretty with oils for a little bit. That's the worst case scenario. You smell better. Yeah. So 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 why not? It just all comes back to that curiosity. And I'm with you on it. I, you know, five years ago, it would have been essential oils no nope right nope not even gonna try it because that's not gonna do anything except make me smell funny right but clearly we now know we would have been very wrong all right if you're curious want to learn more want to try it out there are links to vibrant blue oils on our website as well as to the book Uh, our website is thefitmess.com there you can sign up for our newsletter so you never miss an update about the show and you can follow us on your favorite social media channel and subscribe on whatever podcast player you are using. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode at thefitmess.com. See you, everyone. We know this podcast is amazing and doesn't seem to lack anything, but we need a legal disclaimer. Prior to implementing anything discussed in this podcast, it is your responsibility to conduct your own research and consult your physician. You should assume that Jeremy and Zach don't know what they're talking about, and they're not liable for any physical or emotional issues that occur directly or indirectly from listening to this podcast.